0: So, my name is Dallas. I'm the children's pastor. For those of you that don't know me, Pastor Neil took the week off. So, he's out of town, so he asked me to bring the word today, in case you were wondering who I was. Uh, So, um, before I get started, I'd like to, uh, we need to do our drawing. So, in case you don't know, we do kids camp and youth camp every year here at Waterhouse. And let me tell you, it is a great experience for the kids and the youth. Uh, They go to camp, they see other kids and youth their age worshiping and praising God, and it's just a great experience. I've seen lives touched by God in that place, in that chapel when we sing. So the the fundraising that we're doing is going to to those camps. If you have a uh, child, third grade through high school, and you'd like to send them to one of our camps, please come find us uh, after church, and we'll make that happen for you. Um, great things are happening with Kids Camp. Shelly told me this morning we have 19 kids going. That's awesome. I think that's the most we've ever taken. It's a lot. It's a lot of kids. And then we have like 10 youth, I think, going, right, Karen, somewhere in that ballpark. So uh, great things are happening with camp. So without further ado, we're going to draw the March basket. Uh, Pilot, would you like to come on up and do this for us? Y'all, give it up for Pilot, he just got... He just did some expository preaching at his school as part of, like, a competition. What place did you get? Tell everybody. Second. Second place. (laughs) So if I'm not doing a good job, I'm just going to call him up and I'm going to hand the mic off and he's going to finish it up for me. All right? So this basket includes all the stuff you see here, plus a $100 film alley gift card, $50 pizza place, and a $30 Brahms card pilot reach in there and see who the lucky winner is his dad bought a bunch of tickets he said they're all orange so let's see who'd we get jennifer todd you won the raffle oh she's right there all right very good so there's that we're gonna have another drawing for uh april basket you want me to tell him what's in that one is it in the or do you want to tell them Y'all give it up for my wife, Shelly, right here. She's awesome. She gets all this organized, gets all this together for us. It's It's awesome. So for April, we have Fun in the Sun package, $100 gift certificate to Grand Adventure, $50 gift certificate to Yesterday's, and a $30 gift certificate to Funky Monkey Shaved Ice. So make sure you get those tickets as well. Help us raise that money. So, before I get started, uh, Neil told me to uh, open with a funny story. So, I'm going to open with a funny story of my time over in Kids Church. So uh, the first time I taught over there, in the first for the first year probably, I had a lot of pre-scripted stuff and I really just read off the paper. It was probably pretty awful. I don't know why the kids kept coming back, honestly, but uh, I would just read it. Well, I started to kind of come into my own and I wanted to write my own message, so uh, I, I kind of came up with my own stuff and I'm over there and I'm preaching it and, I, and, I'm, and I'm hitting all my marks and I'm transitioning well and... I'm getting through it, and I'm like, man, this is awesome. The kids, you know, they're coloring, they're they're paying attention, and they're kind of into it. And I thought, man, I'm really I'm really doing a great job here, man. And uh, I'm bringing the thunder, right? And so I get to the end, and I hit the end. And I'm, you know, you like I you, I guess you like expand a standing ovation or something, right? Like something like. And then I hit the end, and this little girl, she looks up from coloring, and she goes, "So what's the point?" <laughs> I was like, oh, well, it's about three minutes ago, man. I, sorry. So you never know what people are hearing when you're talking, so I hope today you get the points of the talk. So uh, as I mentioned, I'm the children's pastor, so uh, I like to keep it interactive across the way there, so I know that the kids are paying attention, so I like to ask a lot of questions. So I'm going to ask some questions, and I really do want you to answer me. So if you, you can just shout the answer out, or if that's not orderly enough, you can raise your hand and I'll call on you. If you want to do it that way. Uh, but we're going to study, or, we're going to start with a study on perspective. Are you all ready? All right. How many of y'all have seen a bad driver in your life? You've been driving and you've seen a bad driver. I saw a lot of, I saw some side pointing going on. Side, okay. All right. Hands down. How many of you have been in the car with a, a bad driver in the last week or two? Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Still some side pointing going on. All right, very good. So we all know bad drivers exist, right? We know there are bad drivers out there, right? Yeah, amen, right? Now, how many of you would self-identify as a bad driver? One, okay. Bonus points for God right here for the honest people here that have their hands raised. So we know that there are bad drivers, and we know there are lots of bad drivers, but very few of them come to church here. That's good to know. And if these three have stickers, Waterhouse stickers on their car, please take those away. We're not going to let y'all have the stickers. All right, New River. Perfect. So we know bad drivers exist, but there's not too many of them here. That's great. That's good news. So we're going to touch on that here in a little bit. So today I want to talk about something I think a lot of people struggle with, and that is, am I a good person? And I'm not asking if I, Dallas Reyes, am a good person. Don't answer that. What I'm talking about is people look in the mirror and they think, am I a good person? Am I a good mom? Am I a good dad? Am I a good spouse, parent? Uh, you know, am I a good student? Am I a good kid? And they, and they struggle with this. So today we're going to talk about that. So when you want the answers to something and you're struggling with something... Where do you turn? Where do you get your questions answered? Interactive, just shout it out. Where is it? Prayer, who said Google? That's exactly right. That's what I was looking for, Google, right? So I typed in, am I a good person into Google? And I looked it up right here. So there's lots of places that'll tell you if you're a good person on the internet. There's a quiz uh, for Buzzfeed right there because Buzzfeed is the moral authority And they can tell you. And then there's three YouTube videos if you're into videos. I didn't take any of these tests because I was afraid of what they would tell me. And I couldn't recover from that. So we just, I didn't take any of these, but they're out there, right? So if you're wondering if you're a good person or not, right there it can tell you. All right. So how do we determine if we're a good person? Let's do a little background, okay? When we're kids, right, we start. our parents start to instill in us our value system right they start to build a framework of how we're supposed to act good and bad right and when we do good what do they do they praise you right they reward you when you do bad what do they do spank punish right discipline right now I'm all for discipline I'm the children's pastor right so I'm all for that if you if you want to teach your kid right from wrong right so we get this framework instilled of us and it's in the culture around us in our environment in, in, my day it was Sesame Street, right? We watched Sesame Street. It taught us good and bad and all the different things are right and wrong. I'm sure the kids watch cartoons nowadays. What are some cartoons nowadays that teach right and wrong? PJ mask, Paw Patrol or something. Paw Patrol, right? So it's all out there. So we're learning this good and this bad and we get to this we develop this moral baseline, if you will, or this moral compass. So we get to the moral compass, and then we get to around other people. We get to school, you know, when we're kids, and we've developed it. Our parents have put it in us, and we see other kids, and we start to measure them, whether we know it or not, based on our moral framework, right? We're, we're measuring them, and we, we get to them. We're like, okay, you kind of fit the same thing I was raised on, and you kind of have the same values, so I will let you in my circle. And then we see the other kids, you know, they're running around with their hair on fire, and they're acting crazy, You're like... I was not raised that way. I cannot let you in my circle, right? So, and we do that as we get older. <clears throat> and so we develop this baseline and we measure other people based on how, um, how we are built, right? How we were raised. So we develop these labels of good and bad. And you're kind of at the center because you're good, right? So you were raised good. So that makes sense. You're the good and everyone else is bad. So what happens is if you start to label good and bad, it... Um, creates tension, internal and external, right? So good people and bad people in your life, you get, a, you get your little circle together of all your good people, all the people you've determined have the same values. It'll be the church people and your family maybe, maybe some of your family. But then what happens is when people hurt you or when people um, you know, don't have the same values you use, when they're, when they're doing the things that you weren't raised with, you label them bad and you, and you start to remove them from your circle, Right? Well, then what happens when you're being a good person and you're doing all the things that you know are good and you're living your life the best that you can and you're doing good and you start to get stressed or somebody hurts you or uh, you get outside of your element a little bit, you get in an uncomfortable place and then you hurt someone or you lash out and say some hurtful words and now you're doing the things that you have that the other the bad people have been doing, and now you don't know if you're the good person or the bad person anymore, right? You've lost your, your moral compass. Am I the good person or am I the bad person here? Because you everybody wants to be the good person. When you get into a conflict with somebody, good person, bad person, and I'm the and I'm the right person, and you're in a conflict with them, and they're on that other side. You get in that conflict and you think, well, I'm built the right way. I have all this framework that I was built this way and you were built incorrectly, so you must be wrong, right? So you get in these conflicts, right versus wrong. Married people, amen, right? I'm right, you're wrong, and there's no way to get past that, good and bad. I'm the good person, you're the bad person. Well, what happens when you start to live outside your framework or you see the bad people living in a way that, is, that they're not being punished, they're, not, they're, they're just living, they're doing all the bad things you were raised not to do. So you start to act that way. Well, what happens is it leads to this conflict, this good and bad conflict. I'm a good person, I'm a bad person. I'm a good person, I'm a bad person. It's a yo-yo effect, right? We go back and forth. We're feeling good, we're feeling bad. In my life, I call this, I feel like I'm close to God and then I feel like I'm really far away from God, right? Because when I'm doing all the stuff I think I, need, I should be doing, I'm like, oh God, I'm good. I've been good. And then when I do stuff I'm not supposed to, I'm bad, and, and you put this against your Christian your background, you're like, I'm going to heaven. No, I'm not. I'm not going to heaven. Okay, no, I've been doing good. I reading my Bible. I've been acting really nice. I'm going to go to heaven. And then something happens, and no, no I'm not, not going to go. So we, re- we really struggle with this. Now, instead of Googling it, let's take a look at the Bible for some answers to see if we can figure out if we are good people or not. So let's look to God's Word, see what Jesus had to say about it. All right, as Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to, inter- to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. Who was good? God, no one except God alone, right? So even Jesus stops this guy and says, why do you call me good? So this, if you don't know the backstory behind this, this man is a a rich man and he thinks he's done, he's checklisted all the things that the Mosaic Law has told him he should do. He's got this list. He's like, yep, yep, I'm doing all the good things. I'm a good person. I think he was just looking to Jesus for a little affirmation to make sure that Jesus saw what he was doing so he he could go to heaven. So Jesus stops him right in his tracks and says, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. All right? So what did Paul have to say about it? Paul said this. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Who has sinned? All of us have sinned, right? So it's just like the bad drivers and the good drivers, right? We, we see the bad drivers, and we don't want to think we're a bad driver, but we all are bad drivers sometimes, right? Sometimes. Right. And just like with with uh, our lives, we lead good lives and we try to do what's right. But sometimes we do the bad thing. But you know what? For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I'm going to tell you something right now. We haven't stopped sinning since that when Paul wrote that. No one has. So now that I've got you all feeling terrible about how bad you are, uh, we're going to we're going to bring it back in. All right. So we're all in this together. We're all bad, right? So next time somebody hurts you, so next time somebody does something that falls outside what you deem good, cut them a little slack, right? Have a little, have a little grace with them because you're probably going to not make it till the end of the day before you hurt somebody else, right? You're going to do something in your life. You're going to anger somebody. The good news is we're all bad, but God is all good. We need to stop living in this world of good and bad and live in God's world. God doesn't tell us to act good so we can feel good about being good. God makes you good for his glory. He works in you and transforms you because he loves you and you ask him to help you. But then we start trying to put our own human minds on it and figure out what we need to do and how we need to do it. And we place this tremendous amount of pressure on ourselves to act in a certain way that we think God wants us to act like. And we feel terrible when we don't live up to our own standards that we have put on ourselves. So we feel this guilt, we feel this shame for acting bad, and that separates us from God. We hide from God when we do this, just like Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden when they sinned, they ran and hid. They did not want to face God. That's the enemy working against you. He wants you to feel that game, game, the guilt and the shame, game, the guilt, the shame, the anxiety you feel is the enemy trying to remove you from God. So no matter how bad you feel or how bad you think you messed up, go to God. God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us and wipe us all free of the sin and pay our debt. We are all bad, but we are all bought and paid for by the king. He doesn't go through uh, humans, through the human race, through mankind, like we go through the produce aisle at H-E-B and be like, good, good, I'll keep you, good. Oh, bad one, throw that one out, bad. It's not how he does it. It's not how it works, okay? He's already bought every single one of us. He's already paid the price for all of us. Romans 5, 8 says this, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners and we're still sinning, Christ died for us. So we are all sinners. We try and do good things to make ourselves ourselves feel better, but ultimately it doesn't matter. We are all God's people saved by his grace alone. So no matter how much good or even how much bad we do, we are saved by our faith in him. Our faith and love for God will produce the good things in our lives. It's only after we accept that fact that we are all bad and that only God can make us better can we begin to not focus on making ourselves better or feel good, but focus on making our relationship with God better. And it's in that relationship that will make us a good point, a good person. (laughs) I was trying to think, this is the point, make sure you say this so they get the points. So I said the word points. Let me just say it again. After we accept the fact that we are all bad and that only God can make us better, can we begin to not focus on making ourselves feel better but focus on making our relationship with God better and it's in that relationship that will make us a good person. That's the point. In case you missed it throughout the rest of it, that's the point. All right. So if you've never had that relationship with God and you want that relationship with God, Please find one of us, or come back next week. If it's your first time too, also come back next week. Please don't don't uh, judge us prematurely on the message today. Come back and hear Pastor Neil next week before you make your final decision. But if you've never had that relationship with God and you want Him to work in your life, find me, find Pastor Neil. Text us, call us message us. Let us know that you need him in your life and we will work with you. We will guide you. Or maybe you have a relationship with God, but maybe it's not where it needs to be. Maybe you need to work on it a little bit. Maybe you feel really far away from God and you don't feel like you can get back to him. Come and find us. We can help you. We can get through this. All right, we'll we'll lead you back to him. All right, let's pray. Christian, you can come on up if you like. Dear God, thank you for this time. Thank you for this time to come and praise you. Let your word just work today in this church for anyone that needs to hear it. Let us all look in the mirror and know that we are God's people, not that we're just good people. We all know that we sin and fall short of your glory, but God, you love us no matter what. You sent Christ to die on the cross for us. You've already paid the price for us and wiped us free of our sin. So let us just come to you now and build that relationship with you so that you can produce the good works in us because it's only through you that we can be the good people that you need us to be.